Welcome back, amazing educators. I'm so glad you're with me today. How did you feel when you woke up this morning? Were you feeling sleepy? Were you feeling awake? Were you excited for the day? Were you dreading the day? What were you feeling this morning? And was it the way you wanted to feel for the entire day? The reason I ask this is because many days I wake up and I'm not quite ready for my day and I'm not feeling the way I want to feel. But what I know is I don't have to continue to feel the way that I'm feeling. I can actually choose how I want to feel today. And I know that sounds maybe not very believable, maybe a little rainbow and butterfly, but it's actually true. Something that I have learned throughout my work is it's really our thoughts that create our feelings. And I've really practiced this and, and kind of tested this out a little bit. And actors do this all the time, right? Actors can get themselves into a state to be ready to act out any feeling they need to. And the best actors are the ones that really can move themselves in and out of different feelings. And the way that they do that is through their thoughts. Like creating a feeling we do through creating a thought. And sometimes those thoughts are very unconscious. And so we will feel a certain way and really not know why we're feeling that way. And it is really because there is an underlying thought that has us creating this feeling. For example, how do you feel differently on a Monday morning versus a Saturday morning? Right? On Monday mornings, you might feel, wah, wah, uh, I have to go to work today. And on Saturday mornings, you might wake up going, oh, I have today off. It's the best day ever. Do you know that you could actually swap those feelings? Actually, I could turn myself into having so much joy looking forward to going to work. And I've had some Saturday mornings where it's like, ugh, it's Saturday and there's something I have to do today that I don't want to do. The way that we think about things impacts how we feel. And we know this is true through relationships. Think about somebody, think about teenage love. Think about the fact how teenagers can fall so madly and instantly in love in one moment and then absolutely hate and despise the person the next. And, you know, we've had some relationships as, as adults, I'm sure, that we felt that way as well, that we think differently about the person than we did before, which creates a different feeling towards that person than it did before. And we can do that with our own feelings. It is just a matter of how do I want to feel today? And what do I need to think to create that feeling? And as I said last week, it is more than just those positive affirmations. I have to really think about what is it I want to think that's going to create how I want to feel. And then that's going to help me take some actions that are going to continue to provide a result. And that can go either way. That can go in the more positive side of the 50-50 or the more negative side of the 50-50. Let me give you an example of this kind of in, in real life. 
uh, I'm going to take the situation of, of an educator, of a classroom teacher. So classroom teacher, there's a circumstance in the classroom that we have student behavior. So that's a student, that's a circumstance. I can't necessarily change student behavior. I can impact it. I can't necessarily change it. My th thought can be, oh, I just can't deal with this. So that's the thought. I just can't deal with this. What feeling when you think that thought, I just can't deal with this. How does that feel? For me, it feels maybe defeated, maybe frustrated, maybe just a little low-level anger. So then what do I do? Well, then I, you know, I don't enjoy going to work. I maybe don't enjoy, I don't show up as my best self-educator because I'm frustrated with my students. And I might find myself reacting to their behavior in a way that is not how I want to react to my students. And the result is that in, in some ways, I probably have increased student behavior of negative behavior in my classroom. That doesn't make me feel good. I'm defeated. I'm frustrated. And then my actions follow suit. But what if I had a different thought? What if the circumstance was still student behavior, still had student behavior, and what I thought instead was, okay, I'm going to figure this out. Now that thought, I'm going to figure this out, for me, brings some hope, maybe some determination, um, and that will lead me towards looking for solutions looking for new things to try in my classroom. And when I try new things in my classroom, sometimes I find something that works. And guess what? I impact student behavior on the more positive side of the 50-50. If nothing else, I feel better about what I'm doing in my classroom by having that thought, I'm going to figure this out versus I just can't deal with this. That works in all situations. Somebody can say something to me that I take and the thought that goes through my head is, how dare they? And that makes me feel indignant. And then maybe I snipe back at them. And the result is we have a broken relationship. Whereas that same situation could happen. Somebody could say something to me and instead I could think, wow, you must be having a bad day. Which in my body feels like empathy and has me asking them, are you okay? Which could help support that relationship. Now those might sound very simplistic to you. But that is how we start to become aware of our choices and how we want to feel. Start seeing if you can see and hear the thoughts that go through your head right after you have a feeling. I mean, think about it when your spouse or your child or your grandchild says to you, I love you. 
that first thought that goes through my head is how much I love them. And that feeling for me creates more love. And then I usually say, I love you too, right back. And that result is just this loving relationship. It can be as simple as that. The beautiful part as you work on this work more and more, and you start to recognize how you have control over how you think, which creates different feelings. So ultimately you have a way to create how you want to feel the more you can really create that positive mindset. And again, this, this is how you create mindset. So when people say to me, well, beyond what we see on the posters in the classrooms on how you create mindset by saying this instead of that, really what we're saying on those posters is think this instead of that. Because the thinking of that is what creates the change in our feelings, which changes our actions and ultimately our results. This is how we live joyfully. This is how we create the life we want to live. Now, I am not saying that we avoid negative feelings, right? Because sometimes I want to be angry at somebody. Some, sometimes somebody will might have broken my trust and I want to feel disappointed in them. I'm not saying we only do this to put ourselves in a good mood. I'm just saying that we need to recognize the connection between our thoughts and our feelings. And then those feelings dictate our actions and our actions provide, the actions provide a result. And those can be positive. Those could be more on the negative side of the 50-50. Take a look at your own life, see if that isn't true. See if there aren't places in your life where you're choosing to feel a certain way. And I know I have done this before. It's like, well, I'm not done being mad at them and I just rehash the pain over and over to stay in that state of anger with someone. Rather than saying, how does that serve me? Because that person's moved on, quite honestly. <laughs> that person's moved on. They're not having those feelings anymore. It's, it's me myself that keeps myself in this spiral, in this soup of feeling in a way that I don't want to feel. So that's where I get to make the choice and say, hey, am I ready to let go of this? Am I ready to think about this differently? Am I ready to maybe learn something from this? And then how do I want to feel today? How do I choose to feel today? Because it is a choice. And it's a choice that definitely you have to work on. It takes work. It takes intentionality and purpose. It takes lots of this, what I call thought work, right? Really that metacognition, thinking about my thinking, which, you know, often we're trying to get students to do. And we're trying to get students to do that in the context of academics. But we actually can use metacognition in the context of self-development. And how do we want to think and feel every day? How do we want to go through life? How do I want to think about what I'm doing? 
And maybe I'll find that, yes, this is the thought I have, and I don't want to do this anymore, so I go and do something else. Because then sometimes I realize that this is the thought I have about it, that thought is not changing, and it is not creating a good feeling, so I need to not do this anymore. I did that, oh gosh, I want to say 30, oh my gosh, yes, 30 years ago, I started before I got into education, I did a short, st short 10-year stint in banking, and I hated it. I'm sorry if you are a banker or you are married to a banker. I did not enjoy it. <laughs> and I realized that that was not what I wanted to do, that really what I wanted to do was be an educator. And so, you know, at that young age in my mid-20s, I was like, no, don't want to do that anymore. It wasn't making me happy. I was exhausted every day. I hated my job. I hated what I had to do. I was good at it. Don't get me wrong. I was really good at it. I was getting promotions all the time. You know, I was at a higher level, but I wasn't happy. So I chose to do something different. Educators, hear me loud and clear. You have that same choice as an educator. I hear people out in the social media world, out in the media, just the mainstream media saying that, you know, teachers are leaving in droves. And if you're not finding joy in this, yes, that might be a perfect solution for you. There is nothing wrong with that. There should be no judgment and no blame because you are choosing that to do something different. Those of us that are staying in the industry, though, we do need to find joy. We do need to say, I am intentionally making this choice to stay in this job. And how do I love what I do? How do I find that joy? And sometimes it is just in the th way we think about it. I know student behavior is rough right now. I know it is. But how can we have a thought of, I'm going to figure this out? Or even, this is a skill this student is missing. Just like a reading skill or a lagging skill in math, this is a lagging skill in behavior. And I'm a teacher. I can figure that out. I can figure out how to teach them to do that. But it's when we start having those negative thoughts that put us in a place of such unhappiness, such agony when we go to work every day that just makes it harder than it has to be. I so, so much want educators to feel that they have the power. Because you do, you have the power. You have a locus of control. You have places where you're having so much success and impact on your students. Recognize that. Think about that. How do I want to feel today? I want to feel successful. So how do I feel successful? Well, I start looking for the successes. And then I start thinking, wow, well, I was successful at this today. And that's something the last, I would say, mm, the last three or four weeks I've been doing. Um, I have, and I think I've talked about it before, I have a little accountability group, the four of us uh, text on the daily. And we've started texting each other every night, three successes we've had in our day. Because again, it, it, there are times where 
when whether it's working towards a goal or getting through our work days where we're feeling a little more defeated and we do need to look for those successes to keep us going so that we can wake up in the morning and go, wow, I am really excited about going to work today. Or at least I'm neutral about going to work today. It's something I do, right? But it's not this dread. It's not this um, resistance. It's not this feeling of frustration um, and defeatedness and overwhelm that I know a lot of you are feeling right now. So how can you shift your mindset? Well, one is to just ask yourself, how do I want to feel today? And if you want to feel good, if you want to feel neutral, if you're going from defeated and frustrated, you're not going to jump to happy and joyful. So let's be clear about that too. You're not going to go, we've talked about this before, kind of those ladder, that ladder effect, right? I can't go from the bottom of the ladder to the top of the ladder in one jump. Like it takes a few rungs to get, to get up there and that's okay. So instead of feeling frustrated today, maybe I just want to feel neutral today. So what do I need to do? to feel neutral? What do I need to think to feel neutral? Because it's the thinking that's going to get me to the doing. So if I think this, I will feel neutral. And then that will have me doing these things that keep me feeling neutral. And so the result at the end of the day is I had a day where I felt the way I wanted to feel. Right? If you want to feel good, that's I mean, that's a great goal to have just know it might not happen right away. And you might have to play with a couple different thoughts. I will tell you the thought that really did work for me is I can figure this out. I have great confidence in myself that I figure things out. I look back and I have lots of evidence in my life that I figured so many things out. And so that thought for me is a really powerful thought. Can you find a powerful thought that creates the feeling of it, of either its hopefulness or determination, or at least you can see that there is a way out of this more negative feeling that you might be feeling. Because that is our goal. Our goal is to be aware, then break down those barriers and create new habits. And it's no different with, with thought work, the thoughts that we're thinking. We can weed out some of those thoughts that we have on autopilot that have been going through our mind. I was raised in a household where judgment was the name of the game. So it took me lots and lots of years to get over my automatic thoughts being to judge. I have worked so hard for my thought to first be curiosity, or if it goes to judgment, at least recognizing it's going to judgment and shifting the thought to how can I be curious about this? It can be done and you can create the life you want. I sometimes wish I could wave a magic wand and just send out all the, the things that I've experienced and the feelings that I've had as I've experienced them here at the other end. Right now, remember, I have been going through this process for years. It does not happen overnight. So please don't compare your new experience in trying these things with my years and years of experience in trying these things and think you're going to get the same result instantaneously that I have now because you might not. And that's okay. Your journey is your journey. Just know that you get to feel the way you want to feel. The only person in charge of your feelings is you. 
Nobody can make you feel anything. That comes from the thoughts you think. That comes from what you make, what other people say to you mean, what you make circumstances mean, and the thoughts that we have going through our mind. We all have them. We have millions of thoughts every day. And just a, a small percentage of those are conscious thoughts. Most of them are unconscious and running in the background and have been influenced by how we were raised, the society that we live in, the generation that we are, all of those pieces, the gender that we are, the population that we are. So a lot of that is subconscious. And what we want to do is bring some of that awareness, bring some of those thoughts that might be getting in our way to our conscious brain just getting curious. Why, you know, why am I feeling this way? Get curious about it. Oh, I feel this way because this person said that to me and here's what I made it mean. Oh, is that true? Because remember, we can challenge our thoughts. <laughs> we can challenge our thoughts. Our thoughts are just our thoughts. I read something today and I've seen this saying a couple times. So it's, it must be something that I liked on Facebook or something. So it keeps coming up. But it's something to the effect of there is no future. There is no past. There's only your memories and your dreams. And I thought that was kind of, that was kind of beautiful in a way, right? Because everything's about what we think about it today. It's our thoughts about today. So what do we think about things that happened in the past? What do we think about things that we wish for in the future? Our thoughts can change. They change our feelings. How do you want to feel today? Take a, take a few minutes and just think about that. And if you're interested, send me an email, katie at the joyful educator, llc.com. Let me know what you think. Find some resources on thejoyfuleducatorllc.com and I will talk to you again next week. Live joyfully, friends. <laughs>